Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter, and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business, and leadership because big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast. Today, I'm jumping in here to talk to you about the difference between strategic hiring decisions versus emotional or accidental hiring decisions. The reason that this is such an important topic and needs to be discussed is that I see a lot of people making fast hiring decisions and in that attempt, in their desire to get it done quickly, to fill the gap, to get the things off their plate that they don't want to do anymore. So because of this desire to move fast, I see two big things happening. The first one is emotional hiring decisions or accidental hiring decisions, and sometimes both. So today I'm going to talk about the difference between making a strategic hiring decision versus making an emotional or an accidental one. So let's dive in. So an emotional hiring decision happens when you make a decision about somebody joining your team based on the feelings that you have about the situation and the person. And this is really, really common. You desire the situation to go away. And it's that desire that leads you to the decision that you end up making. So for example, maybe somebody has resigned or you found out for whatever reason that they're no longer going to be working with you or for you, you know, after the next week or two weeks or something like that. And you want that gap, that team gap that you suddenly realize that you now have, you want it filled ASAP. So you rush through a hiring process, gathering applicants from wherever you can. Maybe you place an advertisement, maybe you get referrals. And when you're making the decision about who you should go with, who you should choose, who you should hire, the sort of thoughts that you have when you're making an emotional hiring decision are things like, well, at least they can start straight away. Or the timing of this person means that we won't have a gap between this person leaving and that person starting. Or you might be thinking, at least having somebody doing this has got to be better than having nobody doing it. Or at least I don't have to do this anymore. At least I won't have to pick this up. At least I get to hand this over. So this is an example of emotional decision-making. Now, accidental hiring decisions happen when you make a decision about somebody joining your team and you learn later things about the person or the situation that you didn't realize at the time of making the decision. Now, this has happened to a lot of us, and I'm going to put my hand up and say it's definitely happened to me. And when it happens, it's a sign that there were gaps in your assessment process and gaps in your communication as you move through the hiring process. And it's those gaps that resulted in surprises later. Now, these can be definitely good surprises, like maybe you've accidentally hired somebody who can actually do something extra, a skill that you didn't realize that they had 
had. And you might be like, OMG, wow, you know how to create web pages as well? That's the best news ever. Or they can actually be bad surprises like, oh, really? You can only work till two o'clock each day because you've got X, Y, and Z commitment? Or, oh, you can't work Mondays, which is the day we have our team meetings? Or it might be, oh, your experience isn't quite what I thought it was because I assumed you knew this about this and you had done this before when actually you've only sort of done that. Or it can be somewhere in between the good and the bad. Now, this accidental hiring decision is when you didn't consciously choose something at the time. And depending on what it is, it may or may not work for you for the long term. Now, let's talk about strategic hiring decisions. Strategic hiring decisions have two critical components. Firstly, they're decisions that are made from an objective place, not an emotional place. They're decisions that are based off a hiring checklist as opposed to a feeling or a desire for a situation to go away. And secondly, You can't make strategic hiring decisions from a list if you don't actually have a list, meaning if you haven't thought strategically about who you need and you don't have a clear list of what you need them to do, how you want them to do their job, and you can't refer to a list, then you can't be objective and you can't be strategic. So strategic hiring decisions have two components. They're made from an objective place and they have some sort of list that you can write down and you can refer to. Now, what's really common is that people say to me, okay, Paula, well, that's all well and good. You know, I get the theory. I get why that's a good idea. But when I usually need to hire, when I usually need to make this decision, I'm usually just so busy that I don't actually have the time to do all these things and to do it properly in inverted commas. So if that's what you're thinking, I've heard it before. But what I'm here to share with you is that it can be done fast and be done strategically. So being strategic, hiring strategically doesn't necessarily mean hiring slowly. You can move through a hiring process fast without rushing. You can get yourself into that strategic thinking mode and decide your objective hiring list very quickly once you know how. But what I see happening is that most people don't know how to shift their brain into strategy when it comes to hiring. They haven't allocated time to learn how to do this And then when it comes to hiring, they wait until they're feeling, well, frankly, desperate, stressed, or until somebody forces their hand through a surprise resignation, et cetera. And so because they don't know how to shift their brain into that strategic hiring thinking to be able to come up with an objective list, they rush through the hiring process. They rush to make the decision fueled by this big desire to fix the yucky situation that they found themselves in. And they end up making an emotional or an accidental hiring decision or maybe an emotional and accidental hiring decision, which is essentially like crossing your fingers and hoping for the best and just popping a Band-Aid on the situation, hoping it'll hold. And it's actually my mission. And one of the biggest reasons that I started doing this is to remove the stigma 
and the default impression that learning how to hire great people is a pain and it's something that is outside of most people's reach because learning how to hire strategically doesn't need to be a pain in the butt. It doesn't need to be this big thing that slows you down and stops you from actually getting somebody onto your team within a week or two weeks. It doesn't need to be difficult. It's just like so many other things in business, something you need to learn. And when you know how to do it, you know it forever. So strategic hiring and learning the ability to make strategic hiring decisions means getting clear strategically on who you need at this stage of your business, both right now based on what's currently happening and also having a little bit of insight into what you need at the next stage of your business. And being clear means thinking about what you want the person to do and also how you want them to do it. So thinking in the right now, the gaps you have, but also just peeking over a little bit to the next stage of your business and thinking about how that role might grow or evolve or increase and then mapping that out from that strategic thinking place and then dropping down into the specific detail of that who and getting clear on that what and that how to create your objective list. And once you have that beautiful objective hiring list, you can start and move through your hiring process in an objective way and you can go as fast as you want to because it's that objective list that's going to hold you, support you and be the framework that'll help you make sure you make a great decision. Even when you're feeling busy, even when you're stressed, even when you're feeling really, really emotional. So that strategic thinking, that skill that you've learned, that ability to think strategically at the beginning of a hiring process about who you need and create that objective list, that will give you the framework to be objective. It'll be your support system for all the feelings that you'll inevitably have as you move through the hiring process. Because as hard as you might try to hire early before you know you're ready or plan this out or not get caught out by a surprise resignation the reality is is that it probably will still happen to you but if you know how to put your brain into strategic hiring mode and create that objective list and know that you've done it from a strategic place and know that you've taken the time which doesn't need to be a long amount of time to actually put your brain into that strategic thinking and think both about who you need in the right now and who you need for the next stage, then that list, that objectivity will help your emotional brain to just take a back seat through the process. So this concept of clarity, the strategic clarity around who you need is everything when it comes to hiring success. And once you've learned how, it makes the hiring process feel really spacious feel logical, and all the decisions that you make along the way just feel like one natural step in front of each other. And it removes that finger crossing and, you know, that possible reference or thought process like, well, I hope this person's going to be okay. Surely they're better than having no one, etc. So there's emotional thoughts that'll pop up. And this strategic way of thinking, this process of getting clear is something that I teach in module one of my hiring mastery program. And everybody who has learned it, so people who've been through the program and my private clients, everybody that has learned it loves it. 
it literally lights them up and it lights them up because of its simplicity. And it's something that you can never unlearn. Once you know how to pop your brain into that strategic mode and get really clear on your who, what I want them to do, how do I want them to do it? How might that evolve from the right now in my business to the next stage? You can then see it just makes so much sense. It's like this clear map in front of you. And once you know how to do it, you use it time and time again. And you can use it every single time you hire, regardless of how fast you choose to move through the hiring process. And I guess the great thing about it is that once you know how to do it, it's like you can move as fast as you need to without worrying about, oh, am I rushing? Have I thought enough about this? When it gets to that actual decision-making time, the offering of the position, the choosing of the person. Okay, so I hope that that has given you a really clear explanation of the difference between an emotional hiring decision and a strategic hiring decision. And if it sounds like it's something that you want to learn a little bit more about, then I invite you to jump over to paulamaidens.com forward slash hiring mastery and check out that program. So I've talked about what we cover in module one, and there are four modules in the program. If you're listening to this now in September at the time of recording, then you've got the opportunity to jump on the wait list because we're going to be running our next round of Hiring Mastery really soon. But if you're listening to this at some stage in the future, then still jump over and check it out because you'll be able to see when the next round is happening and how you can learn this art of making strategic hiring decisions every single time which in my opinion is one of the most important leadership skills that you can learn as you're learning how to grow and shift from an entrepreneur to being the CEO of your business. Okay, so that's it from me for today. I hope that you have enjoyed listening to this short little episode about the difference between hiring emotionally, accidentally, or strategically. And I'll be back here in your ears again next week. Have a really, really powerful week, everybody. Talk to you then. 